Hello and welcome to the Hunter's Hub, the video game podcast born of the Moss Center community. This is your host, Fortwan, joined tonight by Sasha. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I'm feeling real chill, like I told you guys before. Pulled a muscle because I'm a person of a certain age and I guess I used the wrong pillow or something. I don't know. So, got the spicy Tordal shot and muscle relaxers and... I'm here, though. Yep. Uh, I slept on my back wrong last night, and just now it's nice, starting to nice. feel better. Um, Nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So uh, welcome, uh, Dylan, as well. How are you doing? Doing good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Yeah. We're gonna get into. We're gonna get into my endeavors yes, this week. How doing. good you've been doing, right, with last week's podcast. <laughs> We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Um, regular week for me. Didn't get in a whole lot of gaming time. Was, my wife had me doing all sorts of different things and stuff. So going mm. to dinner and stuff like that. You know, it's good. It's good. Um, Spending time with her. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, it's great. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But like like you said, we'll get into what I've doing. I guess the what I've been doing, I guess, uh there's been a lot of rejoicing in the lands between. We got the uh, the DLC announcement. Um, it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Real pumped for that. Um, that's going to be my whole summer now. As soon as it comes out in June. Yeah, that's it's going to be sweet. <laughs> nice. Whole summer for for a I imagine DLC. because like when I played that game the first time I did like fifteen characters fifteen separate playthroughs so I got to get them all through the DLC then. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's I between one. between Xbox and PC. That's about how many I had. So and I just started a new one this week in in excitement for the trailer. So. <laughs> I spent 89 hours on that one character. My very first playthrough character had 180. Um, and then every other subsequent one is like anywhere from 40 to 20. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm really excited. This this, like I said before, this yeah. is other than monster. Hunter, this is my favorite game ever. So <laughs> fair. I mean, we'll we'll get into my last epoch numbers because yeah. that came out Wednesday. So, All right. <laughs> uh, and Ace, how you doing? Doing good. I've got buffalo chicken mac and cheese from. Did you inject it right Costco into the veins? Or did you through eat my it veins. And I've got some. Okay, that's good. Reese's cups. I ate it first. I got Reese's cups with the Cat, Reese's puffs in them. Why are you swimming them. through the DVDs? It's like Reese's Seption. So, Reese's and Reese's. Not doing too bad. Mm-hmm. I prefer just normal mm-hmm. Reese's. Like anytime they just fuck with the formula, I'm just like, no, you had it right the first time. Stop trying. I mean, they 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 make the cups yeah, with the Reese's pieces. They do in that, there. and then they should put the Reese's puffs inside the Reese's pieces that are inside the Reese's, and then you'd have triple Reese's. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. 
Or just make it like a uh, hundred grand where it's all clustered together with caramel. No thanks. I don't. What caramel and pe- eh, they should maybe just would be okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I've been rating the Easter candy already. Eating oh, Cadbury yeah. eggs. Yeah. There you go. I love the Robinites too. Nice. I don't like chocolate that much, so. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, Andrea doesn't like chocolate that much either, but what do you Twix? Twix. What do you go for then? Four forms that she likes, so I pick those up too. Twizzlers on my number one. Twizzlers, okay. Not like gummies, gummies like gummy candy. (laughs) What else would you mean? Uh, a lot of times people call them gummies when it's got uh, a pot, pot in it. Yeah, a pot in it. So. Uh, no, I am not. Yeah. A part- I am okay. as I am as boring as they come. No drinking, <laughs> no drugs, nothing. I like gummies. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew there'd at least be one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're in Michigan, mm-hmm. so. Well, it's legal here now, too. Mm-hmm. We are now... Fully legalized. I believe it's still illegal in Georgia. Unless you have it prescribed, I think. But I wouldn't know. Mm. Yeah, we're we're in our little black zone here in Wisconsin. Michigan, Minnesota, and Illinois, I'm pretty sure, all have it. Yeah, I think we've been illegal for about six months now or something like that. I don't know. I you don't know, pay attention to politics. I, you guys I, know that. I lived in Madison for a while in Wisconsin, and you would have thought it was legal <laughs> when you walked around, like the streets and stuff. You're like, it's pretty much legal. So I don't think they're really. And the, most of the people, <laughs> I mean, yeah. most of the people who t- who partook uh, didn't care if it was legal or not. They right. were just going to do it. Yeah. So, whatever. Um. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't stop or. Get any now? It did get more people onto it when it became legalized here, but yeah, definitely not. Uh, definitely didn't affect most people, I would say. Uh, so this is going to be a pretty chill episode, keeping along those pot lines. Uh, <laughs> we're uh, n- we're not we don't have like a set topic as much as just what we've been playing this week. Um, spoilers for me it's been last epoch and 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 i won't go first i'll 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 get into that let's let ease into the bit of uh we'll say mania that i've been doing um so yeah who who wants to start tonight i already said not essentially (laughs) i mean i know what i want to talk about but Oh, I will say, if you guys are uh, thinking about it, I do, there is one thing I do want to talk about that isn't video games. Uh, Avatar on Netflix. Have you guys seen that yet? No. I am almost finished with it. Yeah, so um, it's not bad, but it's not near as funny. Um, is it the live action of the, of the old show? Yeah, it's a live action of okay. the Nickelodeon cartoon. It is an association with Nickelodeon. Let me think how to put this. And don't worry. I don't think M. Night Shyamalan had any involvement. No. So we're good there. And I'm currently at the... I think I'm on the final episode. 
with the invasion of the North Pole, mm -hmm. I don't see any drill helmets. Okay. So I think we're doing good. Wow, you just decided you were going to be all hyper in the moment I get on the podcast, dog, huh? All right. Anyways, uh, so the show, I would say, is very good, but they take themselves a lot more seriously than I feel they need to. I have seen everything so far. Um, it's like if you sucked all the comedy out of the show. It's there's They're trying to do the comedic stuff. It's just not funny. It doesn't it doesn't carry the same weight. Uh it's less goofy as a result, too. Like there's there's far less well, silliness. Uh well, I think that's due in part to it being live action. Not entirely, because they do because a lot of things they did in the animated show can't... that was supposed to be funny. For instance, and I, I won't I yeah. won't spoil I won't spoil too much for you on the comedy stuff, but the cabbage bit does happen. The cabbage cart. Mm -hmm. It's a recurring joke. It's just not funny. Like they just, it just falls flat to me. Um, they try to play it off as funny. Uh, there's a lot of the, that, I guess you get, don't get as many funny faces as you do in the, the uh, animated one. I was say, do you think it's more of a product of it being live action and it just not being as conducive to that? Or just that maybe you're older. I think that's part less... of. I think it's part of it. Okay. Because the, the the cartoon ends up being funny when it's not really filling space, but you're filling a twenty minute episode. Mm -hmm. What what is there twenty something episodes in book one, like that? Mm -hmm. Versus. Yeah, and they've they've condensed the whole of book one into what eight or nine episodes? Eight episodes. So they overlapped a lot of storylines yeah so which I mean, does make it go by faster you do get the story faster and they don't leave out near as much as the movie did which also covered this exact time period um in the show mm -hmm. but i don't know it's okay it's good it's just like not funny like i prefer the show the the, the cartoon mm -hmm. show and i think I think it's just fine. I enjoy it. I think the problem that, at least in my opinion, that a lot of people have is that, A, they just want to have it be a live-action copy of the animated show, or B, they should just watch the live or the animated show. Because... It's not going to ever be the same with live action, especially not if it's a movie, but it's not going to be if it's a show, because there's always going to be those episode limitations, and I would say you lose a lot of, like, that comedic effect and that goofiness that you can pull off with the animation style, because, like, part of the pitfall of doing live action is that you lose that sort of slapstick cartoony effect because if you try to do that in cgi that just looks really weird and hits the uncanny valley really quickly i, I think largely so. the tone of the show is far more serious as well the tone oh, yeah. I, th I think like, the tone is much more of a player against the comedy than the live action in my opinion 
because the tone is is while more serious also stuff like in the cartoon right Aang doesn't really hang on the fact that he's the last airbender too much in the beginning until he has to face it in a couple moments in the in the the animated series whereas it's like Mm -hmm. the good first three episodes are him wrestling with this uh very emotionally um Mm -hmm. i would say as a result the fight scenes and or confrontations if you don't want to call them always fights are far less interesting because it's live action over the animation too um let's so so there's an earth i recently just watched the first two episodes of the animation um because i saw someone basically react to them and as a result of this live action show uh and it really struck me as different specifically in a scene of where ang sort of hands himself over to save the southern water tribe and he escapes from the boat is pretty much, I would say the thesis of the differences between the live action and the animated. Whereas in the animated show, it shows how Ang was far more capable to do it himself with the aid of uh, Katara and Sokka on uh, Appa. And he sort of largely was in charge of what was going on. Whereas he was almost exclusively saved by the other others in the live action. Almost. I mean, he does do some things himself, but there's not like that cool. Uh, there's a really cool shot of Aang sort of like jumping over his handcuffs and like air bending his way off of the ship and running handcuffed basically off the ship. And then that's kind of mm-hmm. not what happens. It's like more of like a, like a spy, like sneaky thing in the live action, yeah. which makes more sense but it's far less the, uh, exciting firebenders are also far more murderous they fully oh, yeah. just yeah there's a lot more death. people on screen including kevin tran from supernatural mm-hmm. so that's at least with those two works i haven't seen uh his, him and any other properties yet so that makes twice now that he's died from being burned to death. The first being burned out by an angel and then now by Fire Lord Ozai. But I will say the yep. the live action won me over pretty quickly with that intro part in the Earth Kingdom where uh, the one guy is trying to escape and then he's doing some serious earthbending just by himself and it's not taking like a choreographed group of like 10 people to move one like basketball sized boulder oh sure yeah yeah the special effects are much better yeah well not not specifically the special effects but like the powers like you actually feel like people have the powers that they're supposed to have and it's not just like nerfed for the plot's sake or whatever they were going for in the movie understood okay sasha did you ever watch the animated show or anything nope 
I feel like you'd like it, especially Toph. I feel like I feel like Toph is you coded. There's a there's a scene where they go underground in the desert, and they're in a pitch black uh, environment, and Sokka goes. It's so dark, I can't see anything. And Toph is blind, and she goes, Oh no, what a nightmare! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's... Toph is pretty good. Toph is a lot of people's favorite character, too. So I hope it does get a... I haven't finished it, obviously, but I hope it does get a second season. And... I hope they do so a really good casting with uh, Toph, because Toph is also one of my favorite characters, just for the jokes and digs alone. I mean, I would say Zuko is one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters, and I think he's done a lot more service in this than uh, some other things. Yeah, I mean, not sure I like the Azula character in this one as mm-hmm. much, but whatever. Okay, so um, anyone have uh, an idea of what they want to talk about first tonight? Or do I just keep going? Well, I have been playing a little bit of video games. Um, Mm -hmm. Just little scraps of time. So I've been playing Stardew Valley. Um, Okay. I feel like I'm just obsessed with the mines. My husband laughs at me because I'll be like, just let me finish day in the mines and then I'll do whatever like I need to do. Um, so I'm, not, I'm down to like, I think I'm down to floor 90 now in the mines. And we're in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I just upgraded my house. And I finally got my chicken coop. Because <laughs> um, I don't really care about my farm. I've just been fucking around in the mines, honestly. I have an obsidian sword now. It's pretty sweet. And yeah. I've been romancing the doctor. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, so that's what I've been doing in Stardew Valley. And then I've been playing an indie game called Pentiment that's on Game Pass. Okay. And I don't it, know this one. Yeah. Um, I went in blind because, honestly, the Microsoft Store doesn't give you a whole lot of information about it. It just says, life imitates art. Nice see that and then i get that lana del rey song stuck in my head so that's enough to draw you in yeah it was enough i was like all right (laughs) let's do it so it is set in 1500 italy like 1500s and you are this painter you are a journeyman i think you are very very close to finishing your your masterpiece and you're gonna get married and be called a master of art but you are in this like really small town and you work in a scriptatorium. I think that okay. sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, in a pri- prior priory. Yeah, sounds right too. Um, wow. Yeah, it's a point and click, and it's hand drawn scenery. It's very beautiful. It's like Renaissance kind of art. And you get to pick your character's general background. So uh, I've made him a, he's a hedonist and his background was in France. And luckily he dodged having the 
the French disease. That's what they called it. Um, but he likes wine and women, and he's just trying to enjoy what little bit of time he has left before he gets married. And um, I've been flirting with this nun that lives in the walls of the library. They're not allowed out. Um, I said, there's an achievement oh, if you can seduce her, and I'm, I will. I will be seducing her. She lives in the walls of the <laughs> library? <laughs> Well, doesn't leave it. Yeah, Probably. yeah. So, like, so the scriptatorium is attached to the library, but like the library yeah, has not... these nuns that only they're only allowed in there. So, if you want something, they will pull like a slap back, and you'll, mm. you can ask them for stuff. So, I've been flirting with her and like bringing her stuff, and yeah. So, I got I got a plan. Yeah, yeah. This isn't some sort of like weird murder, you know, true crime thing where she was stuffed in the wall. After no, 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 no. My brain. But... My brain but. went weirder with that. I was like, right. what is this? The nunchback of Notre Dame? She just. I don't know what she looks like. Exactly. So we'll I'll, she let just I'll let you know. Consigned to living inside the walls because she's an ugly nun? Like. I don't know. She's got very pretty eyes, though. And <laughs> uh, so they, there's this guy who's a french nobleman and he comes to the priory to buy weird witchcraft books and he's like really into the occult um and he gets murdered and i'm trying to solve that now so Mm. yeah it's been it's been a very interesting little game it is i will say is very beautiful uh the scenery like every thing you go to kind of looks like a like something in a museum like a piece of art so i get the life imitates art thing sure yeah Yeah. okay huh i think i saw this on game pass when i was like trying to find something to play before i got in the last epoch and i just passed it over because i was like don't know what that is yeah, I've passed it over a few times, but it's like one that is always one of the first three of, hey, you would like this game. This is a game you should like. So, Fair I'm enough. excited to give it a try. I'm curious. I'm going to pull up my, because I have the Xbox app on the PC. I bet I, I'm curious if it's going to pull up in my, you would like, library gonna say steam just keeps recommending monster hunter world to me because i don't have it on steam (laughs) i know i know about it (laughs) i'm seeing a lot of bluey the game being oh yeah well my husband already got that for ripley on playstation so i get to dodge that bullet Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. I'm not even seeing uh, games you would like. Huh. Oh, wait, wait, there's Game Pass recently. No, it's just... Nope. That's... Nope, nothing there. Although they just added... Uh, apparently, they. Uh, I'm getting a recently added... Dead apparently Island Apparently they just too. added uh, Tales of Arise. Yes, I saw that. 
Yeah, the my my game of the year two years ago. So, yeah, which is not normal for me, but here we are. Two years ago, cool. that was your game of the year over Elden Ring. Oh yeah, no, Elden Ring didn't oh, make my, my list. Oh my gosh! He says that's not normal <laughs> for him, but like he he always picks games like yeah. that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold He's on. Trying to be Trying contrary. Trying to be contrary. Traveler. <laughs> All right, Octopath Traveler, yes. Tales of Arise, where it's like a super anime game, no. And Octopath Traveler is a bit of a different story because of the emotional connection I have with that series. But most of the time, I'm into things like Diablo and doom which are like a lot more american like violent gore bloody stuff the problem is they don't come out with enough of them and then of course diablo 4 kind of like uh you know shat the bed a little bit this year so yeah i mean kind of like we mentioned too last week it's like you got another 20 year wait for the next diablo so (laughs) well we're gonna get an expansion this year okay and Diablo 4 currently, I think, is sitting at my number one again for this year uh, because of season three. So, although I have not yet evaluated my feelings on Last Epoch, which we will get into, because um, it's a tale. It's a tale for time. We're going we're gonna to get into the problems first, and then we're going to talk about why I like the game. But... It's going to start with the problems, and they're going to be big problems. <laughs> so so what was the name of this game, uh, Sasha? Pentiment. Pentiment. So it's like sentiment with a P. Yes. Like penitent and sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you just explained the whole game to me. <laughs> yeah. That one phrase. <laughs> oh, yes. no. Yeah. I think you did. And I'm just... Yeah. I'm just thinking of the Indiana Jones, like the pen, the penitent man will pass. Only the penitent man will pass. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Uh, anything else you played this week or just those two? Uh, I've just been playing those two. I've been reading mostly. I read another book came out by the Cursed Bunny author. So I, I got yeah. that. I read that, devoured it. Um it's like real heavy, like if Wally was violent and dark, like every short story is really good. Um, loved it. Trying. I don't need that for Wally. I like Wally. <laughs> it, they, no, they were they were really good. Honestly, um, it was like okay. you got a couple of short stories that were told from the perspective of like sentient AI um, in different situations. Um, yeah. One that was you, it felt like you were, I think you were in like a Tesla, um, but there's no humans on earth anymore. And the Tesla has been like getting by on solar power. Um, but it finds this building and against its natural instincts, because it knows if it gets trapped in the building, it won't get any solar power. It decides it's going to just look in the building because there's a parking garage and it wants to see if there's a charging station. But the building is also sentient, and the building wants the solar panels. So there's like a battle between <laughs> the Tesla and the building. It's really, it was really cool. Um, hmm. Yeah. And I've been trying 
really hard to read Metro 2033. It's like, it's like one of my, I don't know, TBR books that's been on there for a decade. That book I've had for so long, it's starting to get yellow pages. So I'm determined to read it this year, and it is so fucking boring. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. So I've had a physical copy of The Lord of the Rings since I was in high school. And like I had tried to read that shit so many times because I love the Lord of the Rings universe. I couldn't do it. I there's every time I try, it was just like, I am going to fall asleep. Stop singing, please. <laughs> Move the plot, please. Like Well, like, I think something's gonna happen. Stuff. Maybe sometime soon, but I'm like sixty pages in. And it's just been a lot of world building, but how much is there mm-hmm. to build? You live in the subways. There's nothing like you scavenge yeah. in the subways. You can't go to the surface. Let's get on with it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it took me having to listen to Lord of the Rings to finally get the whole picture. I was gonna say that's um, how I got it from me too. I had to listen to it. Yeah, and I listened to an unabridged version with all the singing. However, the person reading it sung those parts and was actually kind of good. So I was like, okay, all right. I'm a little more into this other than me imagining someone singing um, the lyrics. Um, So productions like that work really well. I will say I've started uh, back up to listening to one of my Hard Luck Hank series. I had to look at the title. All the titles are just insane. But uh, and he always has some sort of weird, stupid-ass job every time you start over that just changes. So instead of the, the space station Belleville, it's now the planet Belleville because he's been killed and sent to an alternate universe where instead of it's a space station, it's a planet. This, Like I said, this, this series is just insane. Um... False Prophet is the title, which is not very exciting. It feels anticlimactic to say False Prophet. But um, let me see. The economy has taken a turn for the worse, and Hank is working part-time as a grave digger. And now, uh, and, and a more than part-time grave robber, despite being an expert shoveler, it's not his top career choice. He's anxious to take any... Uh, part in legitimate criminal work criminal work that comes along because he he considers himself a criminal but he's very bad at it so he's like a criminal negotiator most of the time and that's what he really considers himself uh just hilarity that ensues of him just being this semi-immortal mutant this giant and everyone hates him at times and he's just caught in the bigger plays of all these giant people he ends up being false prophet because the everyone considers this one dude, I don't remember his name right now, to be sort of like the god of of the universe because he's created so many things. And this guy literally beat up Hank and sent him to this universe. So like people figured out what happened to Hank because he got beat up by this god. And they're, they're now like, he touched you. What did he say to you? And he's like, guys, he's an asshole. Like, what do you <laughs> like? What do you want from me? Oh man, it's it's really fun. Uh, I love the series. It, it's so different. Every book is so different from the next. And this is book number nine. 
So I just, if you ever run out of your, your lane of stuff and you're trying for something new, I definitely suggest hard luck, Hank, Sasha. Definitely. You wouldn't like the, the lit RPG stuff that I've been listening to as much, but I, you might, cause it has a lot of video game stuff, especially achievements. There's a lot of stuff about achievements in there. New achievement. You squash somebody with your bare toes. It's like stuff like that. Like it's the, the audio production on a lot of these things are really good. Uh, and then, but yeah. Okay, cool. Said audio production and stuff can really make or break an audio book too. I mean, I, I remember trying to listen to one. I don't, I like a lot of like the military audio books and stuff or whatever, like, like uh, military, uh, mm-hmm. fictional stories or whatever. I just tried to listen to one, and I don't even remember what it was called, but, man, the guys start talking, and I'm like, this is not going to work. I think we're going to have to get out of this one real quick. So <laughs> <laughs> You feel your energy just slowly dying and dying. Like, and <laughs> a lot of these books can be pretty heavy anyways, so if the guy is going to be draining in himself, <laughs> like it's just going to be tough. Speaking of which, so. have, have any of you guys looked at the fat electrician stuff I linked yet? There was a new one today that was about the 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 guy who inspired the 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 uh, movie called Fury with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's character was inspired by a real life guy, and he talked about that real life guy today. Super funny, super awesome stuff. Like one of the lines that uh, the electrician guy says, because like he had a record of killing like I think they uh, confirmed over a thousand Germans in World War Two. This guy had a hand in that mm-hmm. as a tank commander. And then uh, he ended up being a preacher part-time after he was out of the military. And he's like, <laughs> the fat electrician, he's like, that makes sense. He's been, as part of his career, he's been being, bringing co- uh, people closer to God before. So it was <laughs> like, oh my God, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> he says it funnier than I do, but. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty good stuff. So I, I, if you're still into that, I really said I linked the my two favorite ones on the planning channel. So yeah, really good stuff. Nice. So Ace, what have you been getting into? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Jedi Survivor in free time or when mm-hmm. I'm in bed with Alex because we co-sleep. So I've been using the backbone to remote connect to my PS5 and get some playtime in on that. Um, yeah. I completely forgot that the Frost Guard lightsaber is part of the game, so that was a fun remember this surprise for me. And I've been between between oh, yeah. that and the blaster and the dual wield. Those are the three stances that I have been going with mainly. And the cross guard is like bread and oh, butter yeah. because once you get the combat down, you can just take down enemies rather quickly because it deals a lot of heavy damage. It's slow, but it deals heavy damage. I did the double bladed one a lot for heavy damage because that also has a mm-hmm. lot of heavy damage. And I, I did that a lot. It also has a lot of parries, which is how mm-hmm. I like to play. Um, I also encountered one of the, uh, dark troopers for the first time, the, uh, robots from, uh, well, I guess technically from 
uh, Mandalorian because that's where I first saw them. I don't remember if they're in any video game or movie properties or TV properties beforehand, but you said about like the the big humanoid droids. Yeah, that the uh, Luke cameo comes and just wipes the floor with. Oh. They were in Fallen Order. Were they? There was a lot of them. In, yeah, there was a shit ton of them in Fallen Order. No, like the the dark the dark troopers, the ones that the Mandalorian had to fight. I think you might be thinking of the uh, K2SO droids from uh ba, 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 what Rogue Rogue One. Rogue One. Because I know that those were in the first one. But I don't think the Dark Trooper ones were. I remember a room of the the Rogue One ones, but I do remember there being tougher ones that were I felt were like the Dark Troopers. But I don't know. The things I care about in Star Wars are the ships. So like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't whatever call sign for a droid. I'm not really up on. Yeah, I mean. I'm always interested in the monsters or creatures, as it were, too. So I watch watch out for that a lot. And I'm just very much of the pop culture and mentally cataloging things for later. You know, I used to really like Star Wars. And then I, I started getting fatigued with it how much they do but i mean they're still still good things i still like rogue one <sighs> but i i just want to see one that has good x-wing and tie fighter battles there you we go. just don't get that we just don't get that we get a bunch of drama shit with lightsabers those terrible fucking weapons that don't do anything these were games for me that i always kind of like <laughs> wanted to try but like he said, I've been burnt out on a lot of Star Wars stuff since, like... I loved yeah. Fallen Order. Survivor, yeah. I dropped, like, a freaking sack of potatoes yeah. for some reason. I don't know why. No, I don't... It just didn't... I'm... I guess they, they opened up the world, and I got less interested. Like, I liked the more linear experience. <laughs> yeah. I'm still... Order. I'm still very much in the sauce. Um, the only part of Star Wars I'm burnt mm-hmm. out on are the fans. All the, all the fans yeah. that bitch and, bitch and moan about this, that, the other thing. This thing isn't how they wanted it. This thing isn't how the lore, quote-unquote, says it should be. Yada yada, etc. Uh, I mean, I think that I mean, is present in almost any fandom, oh yeah. though. I was like, going to say, you yeah. could probably say that about almost any fandom. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but yeah. Like I, Star well, Wars, I love seeing it's... it in Star Trek because they'll be like, Star Trek is woke now. And I'm like, Star Trek has literally always, always been woke. Been what do you mean? Yeah. It was so literally the first, yeah. the first TV show to show an interracial mm-hmm. kiss, period. Like, <laughs> it has the history of doing that to begin with. Like, Even stuff just like all that. the people like, on the bridge. But yeah, it's. I think the toxicity is just present in almost all fandom. Oh, yeah. Also sci- sci-fi, which is a big minus for me. <laughs> um, Bad Batch Season 3 started, and they released three episodes right off the bat, so that was cool. 
That's always good when that's like the clones that went bad or something. Or what was the whole premise no, on that? Because, like I said, I've been have been following Star Wars. No, so they're not <laughs> they're not bad. They're essentially good guys. They're a or they're good guys. They're like they're not, modified yeah. or deviant clones. So their their mm-hmm. cloning traits were like so they're the... accentuated on a perp on a specific thing, like Hunter. So they're the bloodbath Diablos of clones. Yeah. There's there's yes. one that's called <laughs> okay. Wrecker. He's like super tall, super muscular, so he's like the heavy hitter. Okay. Does all a lot of like the heavy lifting. Uh there's crosshair, which obviously implies sniper. Um there's tech who's yeah. tech savvy. There's Echo who was actually uh rescued from a, a separatist facility. They had done a lot of experimenting so he's actually got some cybernetics to him hunter is like very much on like the stealth and hand-to-hand combat so so it's a way to make a show about clones but still have interesting characters that aren't all exactly the yep. same. and they were in the <laughs> uh clone wars animated series and then the bad okay. batch series takes place uh at the end of the clone wars when uh order 66 is it animated yeah. as well it's the same like 3D style. Okay, so it's it's the same animation. Okay. Yeah, and it starts off with Order 66, and you actually get to see uh, Caleb Doom. I think that's his last name. Uh, Don't know. Who becomes Kanan Jarrus Quite a in last name. Star Wars Rebels. And then you get to see uh, Rex and Commander Cody. And then you get to see what happens to like the clones at large after order order 66 occurs so it adds that extra layer of seeing like that part of the downfall of the republic right yeah, yeah. i watched a bit of the first season and i just didn't stick to it cuz uh, i don't live there anymore with john so i don't mm-hmm. have it anymore so I uh, I still watched a little bit of more King of the Hill, so I got to the the infamous pocket sand episode. Which <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, he's so funny. <laughs> like I say, pocket sand at least once a week. Honestly, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know, like the show's funny, but like it's one of those things where I haven't had a lot of game time where I can second screen it, so I just haven't mm-hmm. been. Yeah, I. Like, I think I can do that with Last Epoch, but, like, I've been playing not with people, but on chat with people while we're all separately playing the game for various reasons that we will talk about. But, yes. Uh, so, I haven't had a lot of second screen time to, to watch. So many quotable moments in that show. I think literally the last episode was Pocket <laughs> Sand. Like, I think I watched that episode, and that's the last yeah. I've seen. Um, and I... One of my favorite characters in, like, all shows is mm-hmm. Dale. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he's he's got so many good lines. And then, uh, Cham, you know this, uh, with Game Grumps, one of the things that they started doing for a period of time was just, like, narrating things or, like, commenting on, like, current situations that they were experiencing as, like, Dale Gribble. Mm-hmm. And 
<laughs> and so they were like, if you ever uh, get down about negative comments or something like that, just read it in like the Dale Gribble voice and you'll be fine. Because uh, one of sort of like one of the in jokes in the Game Grumps community is that Aaron or Ego Raptor uh, has has stopped animating. And so like they played on that with one of the episodes. It was like, yeah, wet. Why did Aaron stop animating? Whatever happened to that sellout? <laughs> sha sha sha. I mean, he still animates. He just doesn't do <laughs> mm-hmm. it for money. Like, oh, yeah. I think he's oh, yeah, that I several know. times. Yeah. But it's like the there are other people who are like more critical about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. And sometimes, like, if you're an artist, like I am to a degree, you just kind of fall off of it mm-hmm. for a while. Like, yeah, plus, like, gosh, it's been two years since I've written an article. It's been about a year since I've done any of my digital art pieces. I've, you know, things get in the way. Yeah, I mean, besides, like, the like normal average life, they're content creators. Not only do they do the Game Grumps show and record all like the game episodes for that, they also have a separate can- channel, the Grumps, where they do 10-minute power hour. So they're recording stuff for that. Not only that, and then they also do music. They also yep. live tour. They, you know, yeah. So I, we, we uh, the girls and I specifically love uh, Ninja Sex Party mm-hmm. cover albums. So, yeah, have you listened? Have you listened really to uh, the Guitar Bros albums with Dan? Those are also very good. Mm-mm. You should Dan's listen to them. I'll have to take a look. I'll take. I'll look into it. I got into a lot of music lately, um, of like downloading some music because like I was like, "Hey, top ninety songs you forgot about," and I was like, "I did. <laughs> I will download those." Uh, oh, what was that? You only get what you give. Like I've always liked that song. Um, what was another one? Oh, I ended up downloading uh, "Call Me Maybe" because that I can't, I can't not like that song. I don't care who says what. The Obama uh, rendition of that song got me into listening to the actual song at one point, and I was just like, you know what? No, I'm into it. It's cool. Yeah, it's obvious. I'm into very different things than everyone else. It's okay. <laughs> Sasha had this face like seriously. We've all got I a mean, song like, like you, that. You had me. You had me at '90s music because I, I like a lot of '90s music. I like a lot of '90s rock, '90s pop. Yeah, but not tell me maybe. Nope. <laughs> it's like the one of that kind of songs that I had. I didn't download a bunch of Taylor Swift stuff. Like I said, we've all got one song at least like that. So I've got a couple, but not that's yeah, at least at least one like that. Yeah, more maybe. I mean, every now and then I just get into yeah. a weird vibe, and and I'm like, you know what? It's time to listen to some Creed. 
you know, I never, will, I never that, feel that no. way, but no, you do you. No, my mom was super into Creed, <laughs> and I was tortured with it, and I hate well, it. Well, I should say. Uh, Inside Out was the other one from It's Eve also 6. specifically through the lens of, I'm going to super play up and ham up the enunciation of Scott Stapp's tone. Oh, for me, for for if I want to do that, because I I have ruined um, <clears throat> what is the name of that song? <clears throat> Don't waste your time on me. I'm only a, a voice inside of your head. I miss you. I you miss you. I've ruined that song. I've ruined that song for most people who like it because <clears throat> I say "yed" instead of "head," and they're like, "I can't yeah, unhear it." Everyone I does can't that. unhear it. <laughs> my yed, yeah. My yed, and I'm like, I, uh, so it was a friend, work friend of mine for a while back, Paul. He was like, he was like, "Hey, you like this song?" I was like, yeah, I like it. I mean, it wasn't you know my kind of band. I wasn't sort of into the emo movement stuff, but it was a good song. And then. um he was singing along to it, and I went, yed, and he was like, what? I was like, yeah, he says yed. He doesn't say head. He says yed. And then every time he he's, he told me, every time he hears that song, he now thinks of me for ruining the song. <laughs> yep. I was like, yes. And then that bleeds into the uh, fallout by fallout <clears throat> boy of just mashing words together in songs. Yeah, I never... Yeah, that stuff was popular when I was in high school, but I never got into it. I just did not. I was still listening to a bunch of killers and very naked ladies. So the killers are pretty adjacent. (laughs) They are, they are, but they kind of they had more electric, uh, electronic music and mixed. Well, Fall Out Boy went through like a little bit of a renaissance. Mm -hmm. They were. Very like emo, but now they're like oh, I'm, arena I'm not, rock. I don't know. It's like I, I'm not saying that my music choice was superior or less emotional or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, well, that's what I was into, and I just didn't get into those other things. Like, and then I would say since 2010, it's largely been video game music and video game remixes. Like. I get into a couple new things like Shepard, but yeah. But the yeah, the Sasha, the other one was Eve Six is Inside Out. The it's a good that, one. I don't know if you recognize recognize sure by do. the name. And then I found uh, one from a one I liked in college called Sometime Around Midnight, which is from the Airborne Toxic event. And I love that song because it's one of my favorite things in music is when it builds and builds and builds. And uh, sometime around midnight does that. It goes from this sort of like slow ballad to him like screaming into the mic at the end. I love, I love it. I like to uh, mix the Basil Geese theme from Monster Hunter World into like a playlist. So when you're listening on shuffle, all of a sudden it feels oh. like you're being invaded by Basil Geese. <laughs> oh, um... you're like, where are the bombs coming? Gotta get down. <laughs> So that's so, a good so fun thing to do if you want to try it. <laughs> my my playlist called Cham Jam because I am that nerdy. Uh, does not only includes all the contemporary music like Killers and Bare Naked Ladies, all their CDs that I have, uh, but I've got 
the Poke Village theme in three different versions. Nice. Uh, I've got the swing version. I've got the original version, and I've got the lullaby version. I've got uh, the original uh, Wyvern that roars, the original Tigrex theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, all sorts of video game music. Uh, but then I've got stuff like No Grave But the Sea but from Ailstorm mixed in there. So I've got, like, everything. There was a while where I would use the Majula music from Dark Souls 2 to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I would just put it on in a headphone just, like, because it's so relaxing and stuff. And, oh, yeah. Because uh, that's, like, the hub area of that game. Yeah. So. I've also <clears> got <throat> a uh, Work Vibes playlist that I've made. And I've made it with the idea of having, like, a little bit of everything for everyone for when we're in the office and I'm playing it. So it's got like country, it's got rock, it's got some emo stuff, it's got grunge, uh, it's got some rap. And so I've literally had it where uh, it'll wrap up playing like Good Time by Alan Jackson and then it'll drop into Childish Gambino being like, okay, it's Childish Gambino, homegirl drop it like the NASDAQ. Ooh, white girls like this coke up my ass crap. And so far, every time that mm. song has popped on, and one of my, there's one specific coworker that when he hears that, he just like chuckles to himself just because of the juxtaposition. Oh yeah, yeah. My my playlist is wildly different. The girls actually, uh, speaking of Ailstorm, that's the one that has fucked with an anchor. Um, and the girls. They think that song's hilarious, but there's a better version for them, more child-friendly version that is fucked with an anchor for dogs. And they have replaced all of the lyrics with dogs barking. So it is just rough, 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 rough. And Emery loves it. She's like, put on the dog song, put on the dog song. And Sounds like it's a rough one for parents. I think I need to see if I can get the yeah. uh <laughs> lazy town Lil John remix on the playlist and just throw off my coworkers. Have you heard that one? I only I, I've heard I maybe maybe it sounds familiar. Yeah it's Could so it's elaborate? like the the beginning song of Lazy Town, the kids show from like the mid two thousands. And it's like the what it's like it's fun to bake a crazy cake uh never use a messy mm-hmm. recipe the cake will end up crazy and then uh when it it gets to a certain progression little john just comes comes in a get down bitch mm-hmm. so it's just cutting the two songs together gotcha. so I, I think i should see if i can either get that downloaded or see if they have it on the app that i use so it's a- and just drop that in so it's a mashup. Yeah. yeah. The, the only mashup that I've really have heard is the one that is the mashup between um, the chasing car song that was in the Adam mm-hmm. Sandler movie. Uh, I don't remember. Just go with it was the name of the movie. But I don't, it was chasing cars and uh, the mm-hmm. police. Yeah. It's the only mashup I've ever heard. Official mashup mashup i should say i only have two rap songs on my whole playlist and they're both video game remixes 
The first one's Tutti Fruity, which is a rap song about the fruit stand vendor in uh, Mario Sunshine and about how he has all the illegal fruits in the back. Uh, he's like, uh, it's a rap from the, the vendor's perspective. And he's got like, it's so much fun, fun with the lyrics. Uh, names Elampiantissimo, Chilla's playing easy mode. And I was like, oh gosh, I love that. Chilla's playing easy mode. <laughs> um, and the other one is a Pokemon mystery dungeon rap about the bad guy from his point of view. And it's just weird, but I like it. I'm not into rap usually, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so, uh, what what have you been playing, uh, Dylan? Sorry. Yeah. So, been on Wild Hearts. It's good. Yeah. It, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe it's not good. It's fine. that was convincing. <laughs> I promise. It was the, I swear. It was the I monkey. Swear. <laughs> it was the monkey, wasn't it? It was the monkey. The monkey no, guy wasn't. He didn't push. I actually didn't fight Mr. his second version. I only fought the, the first version. Mr. Stretch Armstrong Monkey that has yeah. auto-tracing attacks. Oh, Go. God. I so, yeah, that. that's my biggest gripe with this game is this, like, it doesn't know if it wants you to do Dark Souls dodging or Monster Hunter dodging. Because you have, like, the iframes, I feel like, of Monster Hunter, which is very low. It's not a lot of iframes. And yeah. But they have the tracking of something wooded, like a Dark Souls, so... Which which has never made sense to me, right? Yeah. Like you have a giant lead up to an attack, and then it's just like <laughs> I roll behind you, and then they're like it just swivels on a pivot at like a thousand yeah. miles an hour. It depends like, on on the me. enemy for sure, but like, so I got to the flagship, I guess, quote unquote, the guy in the cover, the wolf, the ice wolf, the wolf, and I beat him after you know. I mean, Couple I didn't. Tries. No, I like I did never lose to him. Like I think he killed me once the first time I fought him and I beat him. Uh, mm-hmm. But just frustrating because I'm like I'm just healing half of his fight. Like half of the time it was just me healing, and like there's plenty of healing. That's not an issue, right? You just grab it on the map with more healing. So getting hit doesn't matter. Sure. You just heal. Uh, but like there's not a way that it feels good to dodge it. Like when I dodge. Like one of his big attacks, I'm like, how did I do that one? I, like I did it the same time before, but it hit me before. Um, yeah, so, it's all iframe. You have to yeah. iframe everything. Right. It's so dumb. But it's I, like I just, too. Like I said, it's not enough. It's too narrow. Leeway. Yeah. There's not enough leeway. Like it doesn't feel good ever, really. Like you feel lucky when you get it, and then it just is frustrating when you don't. So it's not a good a good yeah. feel. And he's got these, especially when he's about to die. Like he limps away, and I'm like, oh gosh, okay, he's gonna be dead soon. Because I killed him pretty quick. I had the the lava back fire bow that was destroying him. It's like doing a ton of damage. Mm. Um, and I had it as far upgrade as you could get it, so I had like a hundred fire damage on it, like a hundred attack. And so he was he went to limping pretty quick, and then he killed me while he was like about to die because he started doing this attack where it's like the whole area, and it did like ninety percent of my health bar. It's just icicles, you know, and I'm like, I, I couldn't ever time it. I got it once, like I dodged it once. I was like, I felt like I did the exact same thing when I dodged it versus when I got hit by it. And so, mm. that I guess is just my biggest gripe with that game. It's got a lot of, it's got a lot of good aspects to it. Um, the whole idea of the hunting is fun. Like I went, got every element 
for the bows because that's what you do in monster yeah. so i went and did that that was fun i like the different elements that's kind of cool I like the different monsters that have the different elements so that's fun um, you i like the level exploring yeah that was the other thing i was gonna say like really fun yeah, I spent a good couple hours just exploring some of the maps. I didn't really explore the ice map much just because I kind of quit after that ice uh, wolf. Because that but, wolf asshole was there. Yeah, but, like, you know, um, yeah, I spent a good amount of time exploring and, like, you yeah, discover, like, where the other places you can set up a camp that's cheaper than putting it, you know, wherever. So that's fun. And then you find yeah, all the little... That was... That was always weird to me. It's like you're yeah. going to incentivize us to put a, a camp here. Right. So why didn't you just put a camp there? Yeah, why do we have and to Why build can it? we build Why <laughs> do camps get put Why can we put a camp anywhere if it's just clearly you're trying to tell us to yeah. put it here? It was kind of an interesting thing. So, so so why do we have the freedom to put it down another camp? Because you can just before you discover it, you can just put it down in the wrong spot. Yeah. Okay, now I got to undo it. Because uh, I did it in the wrong spot. It's I literally did to that. Where you yeah. told me. Yeah, yeah it was like 15 feet can... outside of the thing, and I had discovered the, the special spot for it. And I was like 15 feet out of it, and I put the tent down. I'm like, geez, those cost a lot. I don't think I could put that in another one. And then I discovered it like a few quests later. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was right here. Like, I could have just put it right here. Um, yeah. It, it's a. I like the whole idea, though, of like adding to the map is kind of a cool idea i don't think monster hunter necessarily needs to do this but it's a no it's an interesting idea like it's fun once you have them set up because then oh i can get to the monster really easy but before that sometimes coming back to the monster but you haven't built another camp or whatever you're like oh my gosh i gotta run all the and he was about to die and i get there and I kill him in two shots, and I just walk across the whole map for like ten minutes, you know. And so, mm -hmm. so like I said, it's mm -hmm. fun once you've assembled it and you've got it. And you're like, okay, I like how this is. Like this helps me get up. But before you get there, it can be really annoying. Um, yep. I do love building stuff though, like in the hub to get around or to like, oh, I want the forge to be right here instead of over there. That's nice. I like that. Sure. That would have been cool. That that wouldn't be horrible in, in you know, in a new Monster Hunter game. Um, to kind of arrange oh, no, things no, no, no. better. Don't, no, don't but. don't bring this juju. Don't bring this juju on us. I don't want them taking anything from Wild Hearts. Nothing. Mm -hmm. No. No. I well. I, no. You know, don't even. We nope. don't have to worry. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. You know, like they they already yeah, have yeah, their know. plan. Like it's not like well. Just, like they do listen to the community some, but they're not going to go like, "Oh, Wild Hearts did something. Let's do that." You know. Um, Look, don't get me wrong. I love Monster Hunter, and I love the Monster Hunter devs. They do some really cool things, but they also come up with some really stupid shit at times, and I just don't sure. want them to do for sure stupid shit. That's like, the other thing. Um, I hated the uh, attacks that you literally had to build something to block. Like I couldn't get that oh. to ever work. Like the stupid golden hedgehog had like this roll attack where you charge up and you're supposed to build a wall really quick. I, I'd like put the blocks side by side instead of on top of each other or something, and then I get hit. That's because you're panic building. Yeah. Right. And, and, right. And that's and, and it's weird <laughs> because you have to keep your cool yeah. and like just be like, all right, hold, build button, press, circles, yeah. triangles x or you know which clearly you're, you're, that just takes a lot of practice i played I on that, you know but i played on playstation so for, it would actually be by yeah uh yeah. or something right you know, like 
you would just have to like memorize the combination and then do it slow, even Shit. though you know the attack's coming because it doesn't. He can be through it, and you build it, and it will still like reflect oh, so yeah. him. I don't think I yeah, ever landed it, one of those, and I I don't know how much time I put into it. It feels like it was about twenty hours, but. Well, a lot of people that I played with did a lot of panic building. They're like, oh, no, no, you're doing a thing. And you'll just see all this shit yeah. just, like, start, just, like, Fortniteing like, auto building everywhere. Yeah, they're, like, Fortnite build, like, half the map full of wood. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, just slow down. Yeah, like, was... I would get it. A couple of my friends, they got better at it eventually. And I think that was the thing that was supposed to sell that game over Monster Hunter. Right. Hey, you can on the fly build these battlements and weapons and stuff. And it ended up just being like, for me, just an annoyance. It's yeah. like, okay, so now I can get the bird down. I'm going to shoot the, the, the net at the bird. So it falls down out of the sky and I can hit it. It ended up being yeah. like, just, instead of it being like the equivalent of like animal flying in air, can't fight animal. We need to get animal down. Monster hunter use flash bomb couple button press get to item use use flash bomb um the equivalent in this game hold build button remember build combination yeah. if you happen to bring that build combination right. with you because if you didn't and it didn't change yeah <laughs> whereas monster hunter was like hey i just grabbed this flash bomb this thing right here i get yeah, it this little ball i just like, don't just, like it feels semi like the clutch claw in the way that like you have to use it in some of these situations or you would get hit. Like, I guess you could have perfect iframe dodge some of those, but like, you know, it's like it's really the the option here. You know, I guess it's not as as required as the clutch claw felt like. But see, <laughs> here's the here's the problem I had with the whole building system because they were doing this thing like we're going to be cool and unique. It's going to be really fun, and it felt like to me it's like here's the problem. We have to get us across this river. How Monster Hunter does it, we build a bridge. How Wild Heart does it, we build a catapult and we launch ourselves over and then we have to calibrate the catapult to not both kill ourselves and get the catapult to freaking work because we decided to go with a trebuchet because we did we brought the different thing today mm. and like so then we had to get the drag right and then like oh that was too powerful so we went back to the normal bucket launcher. Like it's just like Yeah. <laughs> why i don't like, think there's a single way like, overcomplicated this you know how most of the maps are like ruins of some old city or something i feel like there wasn't a single bridge that was built like they were all broken right no, in the middle like no. every single one of them you come up to a bridge like that, oh it's broken too <laughs> yeah yeah and that's why i said it because like yeah. half of the obstacles you had to deal with was a broken bridge in that game yeah. and you're like now, granted, you don't have that option in Monster Hunter. You just jump over it or do whatever. Yeah. But, like, it's not a thing that you can do. But it's just, like, I just felt like the, the, the sim it boiled down to, like, we have this game that's like Monster Hunter, except we don't want to do that like Monster Hunter. So we added four things for you to be able to handle that thing yeah. in Monster Hunter. I always use the... So we're not Monster Hunter. I always use the zipline thing. I felt like that was the most effective. I mean, some of them are fun. Some of some of those things were fun. Yeah. Some of the, like it, it's not devoid of ideas. I won't say that. It's just like it, it overcomplicated things. Yeah, I, and I then, agree. 
Well, at least you you, you, uh, you I, did your you did your wife proud and and gave it a shot. Did and... my due diligence. I put about twenty hours yeah. in, like I said, and I you know I did. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the monster hunter aspects where like I was farming for some elemental bows and then I could take them and I was more powerful the next time I fought something when I had the right element to fight it and stuff. That's great. I love that. Um, but it just comes down to. Like, I probably would still want to keep playing it, but the fact that I could never feel, like, the dodges or, like, I could avoid damage and in a good way, it never felt right. Like, that's going to just, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little too janky. I don't think it's generous enough with the, you know, with the iframes, with how much tracking those monsters get, and I just, I don't want to do it anymore, you know? It's just not... Yeah. It's fun to pull off big combos, but when you get hit in between every time and i felt like i was just out healing the monster essentially it's it just it can really wear on you yeah. and so like i said i i hit the i beat the flagship and that'll probably be the nail in the coffin for that one for me uh, maybe i'll come back mm-hmm. to it but just as a segue i started a new elden ring playthrough because of said trailer of dlc so um, that'll for sure put Wild Hearts down for a while. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I mean, that's, we all do it. We all, yeah. we all replay our favorite games for, for sure. comfort, for and sure. then and then we tell ourselves it's because the new things coming out. We just want to play our old game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you played Mass Effect, Sasha? Like, um, I've I have played fully through from one to three three times i've played the original mass effect i think four times yeah we all do it i mean there's a reason why i replayed diablo one over again almost yearly like we just do it (laughs) we have our comfort games and i realized too i was like looking at my characters only on the xbox so i still have a bunch on pc but i'm like i don't have like a pure strength build that would be ready to go into the DLC on Xbox. So I'm like, okay, well, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, not that I haven't played a pure strength build at least a couple times already in Elden Ring, but... But you uh, just don't have one now. Yeah, it's not... The one I had, yeah. he was, like, level 100, and he was, like, almost there. But I'm like, I, I got to just start a new one, so can't go to that one, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's only level 100 well you nah. gotta be like 140 i think is kind of what they're trying to 140 150 yeah, i think I, is what they want for you to be in the dlc so yeah um, yeah oh my gosh so this one i am doing something i haven't done in this in this i'm going vanilla basic ass strength knight just plain plain knight just, i'm just wearing the regular mm-hmm. knight armor I'm using regular weapons, which you could still put all the different attacks on them and stuff, so you could still do some interesting attacks and have a good time. Right but back. like using a just a sure. just a regular kite shield, and I'm using the broadsword right now, and I've got the regular knight armor on, and I look exactly like you would think of in like a you know just a regular medieval fantasy. So that's pretty fun to kind of change it up a little bit. <laughs> By going the most boring route I could think of, I guess. So, <laughs> but you know, no magic. Sometimes it's a challenge. Yeah. No, the challenge is not necessarily the game because, like, I can still beat. Like, I know the the patterns pretty well by now on a lot of those enemies. But um, the challenge is not 
using the really cool stuff, <laughs> right? So you'll be like, yeah. you'll be like, oh, but I could just that's a that's gonna do more damage with that attack. Oh, <laughs> you know. Um, so. Oh yeah. So that you're 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 into crafting your own builds, which I understand. That's yeah. that's that's why I'm into Diablo-like mm. games. I like crafting my own builds. So. We'll see where it goes. Who knows? Maybe I will be some crazy sorcerer knight in the end. But <laughs> um, yeah, for the time being, that's my plan with it. Uh, I'm sure I'll put a good amount of time into this this playthrough because, as I've said, I'm just kind of waiting for the end of March for Dragon's Dogma 2. So um, I will likely be playing Elden Ring, maybe something else. I don't really know. I don't have much other things going on but the dlc for elden ring looks amazing i don't know if you guys watched the trailer did you watch the trailer no yeah i have sasha not. no i my if i watched the tra- my husband's pretty geeked about it i yeah i i'm not an elden ring player but i i do however really want this to do very well like i wanted to pull in new players because i want all the other game companies to follow suit. I want to return right. to actual expansions. Like I will give you forty dollars of my money to give me an almost whole new game, even if it takes two years or more than two yes. years, right? Yes. Yeah. yes. And and this is something that has never stopped in the ARPG community. This hasn't stopped. Like Diablo Four is coming out with an expansion later this year. Now, is it going to be $70 again? I hope not, but 40 would be great. Um, or even 50 I mean, 50 seems like a lot, but it's a full expansion. Um, there was something else that had uh, that's coming out with a full expansion. I don't know, but this has never stopped. Well, oh, Titan Quest, right? Before we got Titan Quest 2, we got three new expansions since the game was dead in, in, in 20. Uh, no, not 20. Sorry. 2006 is when it came out. And then the expansion came out in 2007. And then we got three new expansions in 2016, 18, and 19. Like, mm-hmm. like it's insane. Um, and I never got to the, the latest expansion content because it was all super end game. And I never got that far because that game is fucking long. Um, I love it, but it's so long. I was like 200 hours in and I didn't get to that level. Um, I was, uh, so I was digging deep in the weeds on all the information we got from the trailer and whatnot. And mm -hmm. uh, going deep with, there was several interviews they did with the director, Miyazaki and stuff. And uh, um, the thing that's got me the most like fangirling, I guess you could say about this expansion is, uh, they they announced that there was going to be eight new weapon types in the expansion on top of the ones that we already have. So I'm like, that is big. Eight? Like I'm like I could see like two is like what I thought would be awesome. So eight? I'm like going nuts. I'm yeah, like they could have they could have added none and people would have yeah. been fine. They you just add more weapons, zero. more weapons in the same category would have been fine. Of the same categories, yeah. yeah. But they said eight new weapon types. We know, I think, four of them already from the trailer So and from his interviews. So they said there's like a colossal katana kind of deal going on and was going to be one of them. We didn't see that okay. in the trailer. That's the one we didn't see. He only mentioned that one in the interview as one of the ones. And then they had some more interesting ones like a, 
in the trailer, the guy has like these little knives and it's like a throwable uh, daggers kind of weapon type. So like you can throw sure. they're just replenishing, right? It's not like a consumable is your weapon. So a throwing daggers kind of weapon type looks cool. There was a specifically a martial arts type. So like different weapons that give you different martial arts, I guess. And they even showed a guy doing some crazy kicks to this knight in the head. So he was like jumping up and drop kicking him in the face. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then that's uh, it's three of them. Oh, and then there was like a reverse grip swords kind of thing. So some kind of oh. weird dodges and stabs and stuff like that. And then the last one, which is the most intriguing to me, was like a. Apparently, it's based on something that they really used, but they're called really used back in the day. But they're called dueling shields, and it's like a shield, but it's got like spikes on it. And they're like stabbing with it, blocking, and then like pulling the spike and then stabbing. It was it was kind of crazy. So, um, spike shields were a thing, yeah. So, really pumped about that, and that there's still like three more weapon types that we don't even know which. So I'm like, I'm like, what else could they be? I was trying to like. If you Spear. combine these weapons, like, are we gonna get a gun lance? Maybe, like, <laughs> you know, like maybe we get gun lance or switch axe or something crazy like that. <laughs> you know, one one thing is a lot of games they don't do it justice. Is like pole arms and spears. Like those are so like ubiquitous in ancient cultures of just pointy stick. Like, and we Marwin don't see them a lot them. in games. Marwin, Marwin did. Yeah. But, like, uh, you don't see them a lot in a lot of games. It's always like, here's sword, here's hammer, here's right. axe, here's mage. Yeah. Like, like you don't see a lot of, like, polearm classes or polearm stuff. Diablo have, always has polearms. So they, they don't have a lot of things that focus on polearms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they just have them. Um, And you, like... One of the things that I always wanted to play in a game was like 300, like the spear and shield combo from 300. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's the most badass thing. Like, I, I just, I, I want to be Leonidas. Please, can I be Leonidas? Like, and a lot of games don't do that. Um, I mean, the only thing I have from Leonidas is his beard. That's about it. But, um, so like, <laughs> so like i you know like i I'm, I'm very excited when a game does put in a spear and yeah. i don't think elden ring has any spears or, or there's any a ton of spears it's its own weapon type yeah they've got is it got, is right? it okay they've got regular I, like i knew it was in neo yeah they've got regular like light spears and they've got great spears which are more like lances and monster hunter essentially and then they've also got got halberds so there's thrusting halberds and slashing halberds and then a mixture of, of the two um okay yeah they've got it they've... I, mean, I only i only played with great sword so okay well they've so they've always kind of had all of those those classes all the way through dark souls one to now um a lot of uh martial arts movies i like the bendy spears like the ones that are super flexible those always mm-hmm. those always look so cool too yeah, and so that's kind of why I'm racking my brain a little bit on what these next like three three weapon classes could be because I've always felt like they had covered the gen- like all the generic ones with a little bit more, you know, out there weapons too. Like they've got the twin blade, which is like flintlock pistols. That's the next no, one. No, gosh, <laughs> don't do that. We did that. Pirate did time. Flint. They already and a cutlass. I mean, they got cutlass. They've got curved sword already as a weapon type. 
Yeah, yeah, but flintlock <laughs> and cutlass. Yeah, well, this isn't Bloodborne. <laughs> they already played with guns in Bloodborne. I mean, that's <laughs> the, the thing that uh, Ace is using in, in Survivor. Right. <laughs> the blaster and this lightsaber. It's yeah. just a flintlock and a cutlass. Same it's, thing. <laughs> it's a gun and a sword. Like, yeah. No, I don't know, but like, there's there's a lot of potential for this. They've uh, in the interviews he's said uh, that the like map size would be slightly larger than Limgrave, and nobody believes him because that feels small for how long they've spent on it and how much content we saw in the trailer. Um, because like when it when Elden Ring first was releasing, he said that it would take someone thirty hours to play through Elden Ring's main story, and like. Mm-hmm. If you've played it, you know that that would be someone that's like on the verge of becoming a speedrunner. Yeah. So we're all like, how big is it actually going to be? Right. Like he always does the under promise, which is good. It's the way to do it. Don't over promise. Um, So, you know, that was a little bit like, oh, really? Only that big. But then then you're like, maybe that big, but a lot more to do or something. You know, I don't know. We'll see. But (laughs) and. And just because there's a new area doesn't mean you don't have things to do in the old area as well. So they did right? say specifically that it's it's uh, like its story and stuff is going to be separate from any of the story of Elden Ring and whatnot. Like, like it's related. It's not like totally, but like it's all episodic in its own thing. Like you don't necessarily have to have well, what a I'm certain is ending. There isn't, you're not just creating an insular product right. that you access. Yeah. It is going to affect the larger oh, world. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a, a new weapon, you get in there, then you bring it out and kick all the other bosses' asses from, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm uh, not saying, like, they're going to create new bosses in the old world. I'm just saying, yeah. like, there's going to be some amount of crossover and somewhere. So, and then one, one major issue these DLCs have always had in Dark Souls is that, like, by the time you can get to the DLC, you've like completed the whole game and you're pretty high level, and you come into the DLC and, and you've out leveled it. You've out leveled yeah. the DLC and whatnot. So they said that there's a new mechanic to level power that's gonna only affect you when you're in the DLC areas. So something, some further progression system that we don't know about and doesn't have to do mm. with what we have. So that's kind of interesting. I'm I'm in between Master on that. Rank. If they do it, yeah, if they do it right, it could be good. If they do it poorly i think it'll be be bad but i don't expect them to, to screw up this game as far as they've come with it um so they just stole from monster hunter it's just master rank just it master just gets rank. whole new yeah you're just yeah. you just have master rank that's just all it maybe is. maybe that's what it is yeah could be it's just a whole different leveling system yeah you have level and then you have master level right. that's all it is <laughs> could be yeah yeah so I'm I'm joking, obviously, but yeah. No, I okay. I genuinely could be something like that. Who the heck knows? They said it's gonna be something like uh, how how power level worked in Sekiro, where like when you beat a big boss, then you got a, another power level. But I don't know exactly how oh, that's gonna. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and then other than that, there's just some insane looking enemies in the trailer. You really should watch it. <laughs> Did you watch the trailer? Oh, Ace? Which one? The, the Elden Ring DLC trailer. Oh, no, sorry, I have not seen that. Okay. Shadow, no, that's all good. I was just wondering. Shadow of the Erd Tree. If there was anyone this? that I could relate to, but <laughs> I I will watch it. You just gotta watch one fat electrician video. 
Just, just yeah. One. Okay, I'll watch them. <laughs> just one. I'm gonna watch the tree either way. You don't, you don't have to follow through. But okay. But yeah, um, um, crazy hype for that. And like I said, that will finish out my summer when it does come out. At least, at least. <laughs> yeah, I'm most likely gonna be flipping back and forth between Diablo and uh, uh, Last Epoch. And then sprinkling games in between as I finish things. So um, I'm going to start the last Epoch thing with a story. (laughs) Buckle up. So circa 2012. There's a reason for this. Don't 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 uh, don't tune out now. Uh, Little Fortuan. Uh, I've only been married a couple years at this point. I don't have a good computer, but I finally built one myself and I'm happy. And I, I boot up Diablo three and Diablo three says, as I launch, I'm there launch day. I'm so excited. I get home from work and I boot up the computer and I get on Diablo three. I've pre-ordered it. I've pre-installed it. I've done all the things so I can just sit down and play after I get home from work. I get the permission from the wife to do so at the time. I am ready to go. Error 33. Can't play the game. Servers are so bogged down. Nothing. Just sitting at that screen. And I sat there at that computer retrying for two hours because I was devastated i was like so i had built a computer mm-hmm. for this i take a break hang out with the wife play some other things eventually about nine o'clock rolls around i'm able to start a character i'm and then i'm i'm, I'm going through and i'm good once you get in you're golden flash to wednesday this week Uh start up the game at noon uh, where the launch was supposed to happen patch didn't happen backed out of the game did the patch uh, was able to connect made a character Uh, I made a um, uh, a sentinel which is uh, sentinel is sort of like your paladin base there's three base class, five base classes, and three specialty classes for every base. So Sentinel is sort of like your your sort of knight class. And so I make a Sentinel. I get in the game. I'm going through the tutorial area. I beat the first boss. I'm learning how to do the skills and such. And then I get to the second boss, which is the Enter the Town Portal. And I fight this boss for four fucking hours. And it never lets me in. This launch was worse than Diablo 3's launch. And it is still having problems as of today. They have addressed so many patches with this game to try to fix things that they have rebroke things several times. So now you can't party with you can't be in a party because if you're in a party, you can't fast travel. Oh, and if you're in a party and you load faster than your um, than your teammates, so so you basically if you go in around the same time, 
you will get shot into different instances of the area instead oh. of being in the same instance. <laughs> so then you have to portal to your friends on every screen transition, which, by the way, every screen transition has been a risk because every screen transition talks to the servers and may, may make you have to wait again because the servers are busy. So of your 31 hours then since Wednesday, how much of that has been fighting the server boss? Probably realistically about four. There was a good solid two and a half to three hours that was just the loading screen to get into the first town. Like... I sat like it, and what it does is it kicks you out and you have to try again. You kick you out and try it again. So I sat there and I learned the game top to down just from reading stuff in the game um, while I was waiting to be able to go into town. I learned how to build a loot filter on my own, which a loot filter, uh, if you're not, if you're not familiar with games like this, they drop a shit ton of loot and most of it you don't care about. So I built a loot filter. It has all sorts of fun and crazy rules. Like if it's my class and it does this sort of thing, it's going to come up in big letters with a black background and white uh, capital letters of like, this is the item. Or if it's a sword uh, and above a certain item rarity, it is now purple because now I know to give that to my friend Heath who uses swords. And then I have a light purple which is axes to give to my buddy Ricky because he uses light axes. And then I have green pikes. So I'm using spears. I, you know, I went with a spear build. Um, and those are bold and green. So like I have done all this sort of loot filtering thing. I don't see uh, common items. I don't see magical items because they're too, too low for me now. I don't care about them. Um, so I learned how to do the loot filter through all this time i learned what my whole build was going to be by because i read every skill and every synergy that i could think of while i was there and i figured out my build in this time so i guess i was playing during that time but i wasn't really playing i was level four and i was stuck before that now i am level 62 uh and end game can technically start at level 60 uh, so I've been told. And I, uh, as I was saying, I am now stuck on a story boss that you get to phase two and suddenly it's a difficulty spike. And I read some Reddit posts from two years ago when this boss was released and everyone was like, this is insanely difficult on phase two for some reason. Um, Cause it totally changes the boss fight. It goes from an elemental sort of like normal, like avoid the elements and avoid the mechanics to, she is now a thousand miles per hour, sucks life out of you, and does fast attacks that which you just cannot survive. Uh, so I just go level is, is apparently the advice. Um, so yeah, this launch was absolutely shit and terrible. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if so many people walked away from this game. But you'd be walking away from probably one of the most in-depth ARPGs I've ever played. In depth and fascinating, I would say. Uh -huh. So, the skill system, which I was excited about having every skill have its own skill tree of like, hey, 
you know, like in WoW, like you have your like, I'm going to do Fireball is like if you're a mage and Fireball has synergies with other things, depending on your build, if you're in the Fire Mage tree. But like instead of having Fire Mage tree, it's like here is Fireball tree and Fireball tree can become multiple fireballs or it's the easy one because there is a fireball spell so i looked at my skills and i was like holy cow there's a lot here and there's spread across like sentinel and then you have the three specialties have their own skills and you can see them all before you pick them so you can click on them and see their whole trees well i figured out that if i'm you wielding a spear which is only a two-hander and I use this attack called Lunge, which is a charge attack with just like a rush attack. At the end of Lunge, uh, at the end of one of its branches of its skill tree, you get a free Javelin attack. And I was like, so what's Javelin? And I look around. Oh, Javelin's another skill. So if I Lunge, I get to cast this skill for free. And it has all the modifiers of this skill. So I was like, ooh, how do we do this? And then I built a build around that where I have my basic attack, which is like a combo that builds up mana if I need to. But most of the damage is me rushing in, throwing this spear, and then dropping this giant circle of death called judgment mm -hmm. on things. Uh, and I'm, I, I chose the paladin. Uh, the void knight and the forge knight were the other two. And you can actually go through half of their trees and get half of their skills if you want too. So there's a shit ton of build diversity in this thing. Um, and I just went with, like, I just found a build and went with it. And uh, I looked at Max Roll and all those other like build sites uh, today. And I was like, is anyone doing what I'm doing? Nope. And I'm destroying this content. I am like utterly just like, trashing up until that boss but that apparently that's a thing mm. with everybody uh, <laughs> and it's like it's a really fun game and there was a lot of things that i was noticing that i was enjoying uh mechanic wise over diablo and and similar games um and i'm not done with the story like a lot of the those games they want you to be in the end game to you for you to get to right. really get into the meat of the game and i feel like i'm having a fun time like not even in the end game. Like I'm just doing like normal, Hey, go here, kill this thing. Come back to me stuff. And I'm still like, yes, 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 yes. Let's go do it. Um, one of the things that really surprised me is I kind of get complacent in monster design, like whatever generic fantasy. Yeah. We're going to be fighting this or what, uh, whatnot. Um, I get to kill fucking dinosaurs in this game. I love that. You can travel to the ancient area and there's these, these giant molten ankylosaur that throw lava at you. And I'm just like, cool. Giant feathered raptors that come at you in packs. Mm -hmm. Almost like, okay. What really sold me was the desert area. And the desert area, you're like, okay, so what's in the desert? We got like, what, coyotes and snakes and scorpions. Uh, like every other fucking desert and every other fucking game. Um, yes. However... Uh, the snake that you fight is inside of a skeletal griffin and it looks like a zombie griffin and then you kill the zombie griffin and the snake crawls out of the corpse and then you fight the snake. 
and it has all these hooks that was like specifically meant to move the skeleton until you killed the skeleton essentially um undead sand hydras like i was like what is going on with the monster design in this game that is so interesting and like all of the areas have these like undead you, know, you think like oh so what's the undead zone like is it zombies and skeletons and yada yada nope sure you have zombies and skeletons and you have like these wraiths that are like ghosts right the, there's that then there's a giant jar of souls that is controlled by an upside down bull skeleton because <laughs> why like not? the monster design in this in this game is just off the wall and i love it and they're always accompanied by this giant guy that has a bunch of souls in a sack for some reason <laughs> that he smacks you with like it's i don't know that just i was just like really blown away by the enemy design um that you know like i said you do fight some generic stuff mixed in with it but it's like the the enemy design has been absolutely great the idea the game is also about time travel so like you go to different areas of the map in different times so like what i talked about you were fighting dinosaurs there's the ancient era that has all the dinosaur stuff but then you go to the ruined era which is like really far future time and it's a bunch of corruption and like void like aberrations and weird shadow okay. things and then you go to like the imperial age it's like this is the normal basic bitch era with a bunch of wolves like <laughs> like i mean i mean there's the other cool things mixed in but like a lot of the aspects of the game really play together and that's why you know of the actual hours that i've got to play that i put so much time into this this one game and i was actually noticing that it's interesting because you're more so like, okay, so I want to do this kind of build based on what I'm doing. So you're kind of looking for those things on your items. And then I'm adjusting the loot filter to see more of those items and set like it by like, I've never played, I've played path of exile, which has a loot filter, but it's loot filter is like esoteric and you have to find a guide on how to do it. This thing, I was like making my own spreadsheets in the game with its own builder. And then like I come back and I'm like, I don't give a shit about what carrot drops on the ground unless I care about it. And I literally look at the color coded thing and I'm like, there you go. That's the one I want. And if you want to go even further, you don't even have to see the ones you don't want. You can hide those. So I don't even see white and blue items. They're not, they're not clickable. I can't even accidentally pick them up unless I specifically want to and press X. But why would I do that? Because I filtered them out mm -hmm. uh, in case I made a mistake on my loot filter, essentially. But like, it's just so well done on different aspects of like keeping you playing the game. And in the downtime, I still feel I'm doing something interesting instead of just like, oh, got to clear out my inventory. Got to yeah. read every with Diablo four. I mean, I love the game, but like when you're done with the dungeon and you're sitting there reading every fucking item and you're like, nope, don't care. Nope, don't care. Nope, don't care. And you do that for 10 minutes and then you go back and for another seven minute dungeon, it's just like, it gets kind of boring. And Sasha, I'm sure you dealt with that a little bit playing Diablo 4. Like, that's, yeah, it's also what happens in Borderlands. I think that's yeah. why the games make me tired. Yeah, because you're just reading a bunch of items the whole time. And this one, I'm just like, 
Oh, cool. And then you get, and there's all sorts of crazy, like the crafting system on, so like every item can have two prefixes and two suffixes. And that's just a fancy way to say two abilities to go on this side of the item and two abilities to go on this side of the item. And you like go into the crafting menu, which you can access at any time. You don't have to go to town to do that. And you constantly find crafting materials and all sorts of stuff. And the unique items aren't required. Like in Diablo 4, the unique items are required for builds. They entirely change up your builds. And all of the unique would-be properties in Diablo, the equivalent stuff is in the skill trees for the skills. Okay. And then you also have your normal class passive tree, which is normal to most games where you're like, hey, I get extra health or extra damage with this type of thing. Like That's just also in your passive tree. So, like, there's a lot of... Ow! Cat! Just freaking clawed me trying to... Because Blinky got behind me. Ow! Anyways. Um, so, it's been really exciting, and I really liked it, and I want to try literally all of the Masteries, which is all 15. Like, I've started playing with one, and I'm like, I want to play this one, because I'll find, like, a legendary of, like, a different class's thing, and I'm like... That's a thing. You can do that. Like, you can you can be this thing. So uh, one of them that I found was, like, you do, like, percent... Your minions do, like, a whole bunch of percent extra damage. Oh, by the way, your minions are also on fire and do fire damage instead of normal damage. I'm like, oh, cool. So you make a fire minion build if you're a, a necromancer or whatnot. And... I'm not a necromancer, I'm a paladin. I'm literally the quite opposite. And I was just like, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's just it's just very interesting. They got, uh, if you're familiar with Diablo 2 with charms, where the charms gave you like buffs that they sat in your inventory, there's like a specific like charm inventory that's part of your inventory that you get to play Tetris with and like put in all these passive things to increase your resistances and stuff like i've got a bunch of stuff on my charms that are like percent chance to shred armor so like they just their armor just doesn't work and i'm like yes let's shred armor so i'm a fire lightning javelin charging build uh that's a paladin and it's really fun and i have a trident right now and i called myself the i called myself jason momoa because i had a trident I could. I didn't. My my character name is not that. I, I um, it's Zumar, mm. but <laughs> uh, which is unfortunate because the animal that inspired that name was put down today. Actually, mm. uh, my old cat Zumar had to be put down today. Uh, which Chance has been living with Chance since I had to get rid of them uh, when Cece was born. But yeah, so uh, yeah, it was. It's a lot of fun. I've been playing the shit ton of this game like all the time that I can. Like today, it's just me at the house and I've been playing most of the day. And talking on Discord with people while they're also playing different bills and us having fun just discovering the game, even though we can't play together. Because uh, like I said, uh, the latest patch has made it so that if you're in a party, you can't fast travel. So... 
we're not doing that. We're not partying up. I'm also way far ahead than the other guys because they haven't played as much. So, yeah, I'm going to be uh, doing that for the foreseeable future. Maybe up until Diablo Season 4. Mm-hmm. Um, so I may not be playing Dragon's Dogma if I'm having too much fun with this. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma too. I mean. Um if you're going, man, just go yeah. with it, you know? If you're into something, yeah. you might as well. Yeah, and I'm not feeling, like, the fatigue of, like, normal, normally, when, like, I'm familiar with Diablo. I love the story, you know, that, and I will say the story of Diablo is way better than this story still, although it does have its interesting points and interesting characters and such. Um, uh, Diablo's story is just something that I'm personally invested in. Well, this story was interesting it wasn't like i don't know it's one of those things where you come into a giant conflict and they expect you to be interested because it's dire i guess which is a big turnoff for me in most stories it's like hey this is all important all right now and you gotta learn it and i'm just like no we don't i can skip all that shit if i want <laughs> that's what i had to do i couldn't watch all the uh talking in uh, wild hearts as like skip 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 <laughs> So. Yeah, now yeah, there's there's certain ways. If I'm just not in the mood, I'm just not going to engage with the story because I'm not. That's not what I'm here for. Now, in a game where I'm expected to engage with the story, like let's say Mass Effect, I will give that more of a shot. Right. But if I'm just here to ki- kill shit and get loot, like I'm, you're, you got a limited amount of time to catch my attention. Like, so. Uh, I will say that the characters and the stories and stuff were actually picked up in, in coolness later on. Like it, it, it was more relatable. Uh, some One of the bosses I fought was a giant pirate anthropomorphic crab. That was real fun. Nice. Uh, while on a pirate ship. Uh, it was like fighting Tamatoa if Tamatoa was somehow partly centaur um, and a pirate. No, like I was it was going to say Tomatoa's really? cousin. Yeah, maybe. Um, he was just a jerk pirate. Um, and it was really out of nowhere because, like, on the ship that you're fighting things, you're fighting, like, pirate skeletons, right? Like, and, and some of the ghost stuff because you're, like, sort of, like, in an undead area. And then suddenly, boom, giant coconut crab body with with skeleton upper half of a pirate. And I'm like, huh? What? What is going on? And the boss that I'm stuck on is a giant King Cobra. Uh, and she's like this like snake person. She's like Yawanti, which is, you know, something from D&D. Um, giant King Cobra girl. And then ha- in the part of the fight where, where I'm getting like messed up, uh, she's been mind controlled by another Yawanti that's trying to kill her for some reason. So she takes her like human portion and rips it out of her own mouth. And I'm just like, what just happened? So now I'm just fighting just a cobra that doesn't have a human torso because they ripped it out. And I was like, huh? What? And that's where I die because uh, that part is very difficult and super yeah. fast. Um, it's just like the, the enemy design just blows me away all the time voice acting's in it it's pretty decent too but i mean most games have pretty decent voice acting these days mm-hmm. most 
most. <laughs> Ride to Hell is is an exception. We 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 know. Uh, I still need to get a 360 and play that. Just for the morbid <laughs> curiosity. Factor. But yeah, it's yeah, um, and Sasha, I don't know if you're gonna get your demon hunter thing back. There's not a lot of demons to hunt, and the rogue that would be this class uh, has a falconer, um, a ninja blade build, which is just like a dash around with swords thing. Mm. There is an archer build, but it's like bows. It's not like hand crossbows. You're not Van Helsing. Bummer. So, yeah, I, I'll I'll say, I'll, I've, there's like a mage, and I don't even know all the masteries off the top of my head. I know there's the mage that has like, you got your traditional sorcerer, you got a rune master which has a bunch of runes they put on the ground, and you got a spell blade which is like a melee mage, the acolyte which is the necromancer. Uh, the lich, the lich is really cool. You just turn into a giant grim reaper and you just dash around with a scythe killing people. You just like become the grim reaper. It's really cool. And then the warlock, which is sort of like your generic undead spellcaster deal. Uh, whereas the necromancer is literally just summon all the skeletons and zombies. Let's just mm-hmm. make an army. Um, yeah, the primalist, which is like a mix between a barbarian and a druid. So, like, they're very physically strong, but they're a druid. Um, and the druid specialization of that is one of the shape changes. And the shape changes on this one are wild. There's one that turns you into a giant flying praying mantis. So, if you're familiar with League of Legends, you turn into Kha'Zix, which is this arm-bladed bug guy. Um um, you turn into a giant spiky bear for one of the other ones, and the other one you're a spriggan, or yeah, it's a spriggan. Elden Ring, the ones that were really tough to fight. The elder spriggan, what were they called? The I don't know what you're referring to. Are you talking about in Skyrim? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking spriggans in, in Skyrim. Yes, yeah, spriggans. They're not in. They're spriggans in the spriggan matrons or something like that. Yeah. yeah, you're basically a spriggan matron. You're just like a super nature caster, but you're also kind of strong yourself. And then that one, that primalist also has the shaman, which is like, that's like the wow shaman. They're like, here's all the totems. Good luck. Survive all these totems shooting at you. Stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of like very different builds. And then there's like very different builds within those masteries. It's not like... Just because you pick the druid, you have to be this thing. Oh, and there's also the summoner druid, which is just like literally just summon all the wolves and the things. And then the summoner druid, I almost picked because that's the one that has squirrels. I think I talked about that before, where it's just like all of your minions just become rabid, dangerous squirrels. And you just run up with an army of 50 squirrels and they just all dogpile on an enemy and kill it. And I'm like, this sounds like the most fun and batshit crazy thing I've heard in a game in a long time. Like, it's me and my army of squirrels versus you. <laughs> Maybe that'll be one of the uh, weapon types they had to Elden Ring. Squirrels. That'd be pretty cool. Squirrels. <laughs> you, throw a, you throw a bag of nuts. That's the weapon. 
and squirrels. just squirrels pop out of <laughs> out of the erd tree. Yeah, erd tree squirrels. Except erd tree squirrels are like three thirty feet tall because it's Elden Ring. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, I'm a little overwhelmed from like all the things you can do. So I'm sticking to my build, and I'm mm. going to you know really get into the end game and get things done. And then I might change class and try to different ones. But my goal, just like it is in Diablo four is to play all the classes eventually. And in Diablo four, that's five. And in last epoch, it's 15. So I have a much larger journey on last epoch. So you'll be playing this till monster hunter wilds comes out. That's cool. <laughs> Probably longer. Yeah. Cause it also has seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. So probably longer. Um, I just like I, this might be what I was hoping Diablo four was last year. Sort of like the game I play. This might be it. Well, that's good. Now, I'm really high up on it, but I'm also just getting into it. It's like the, the honeymoon period with the game. So for sure. I do have gripes, but like most of my gripes are fairly minor, especially, uh, well, it was pretty major, the launch disaster stuff, because it's literally the worst launch I've played a game in. But because it's not like, oh, I couldn't get in day one. It's like, oh, I couldn't get in day one. And also every time I try to screen transition, I am worried if I'm going to drop connection and the the game will log me out. And that kind of thing and they did say oh you can play an offline character that's totally cool and you won't have to connect to the servers but then i couldn't play with anybody and they're treated as separate characters so if you play an offline character it's always always offline you cannot play them with anyone else like they are offline so that's not good it's kind of like hey i'm gonna play the character when the servers aren't working could you imagine if you had to do that for monster hunter Yeah, have to have a separate character that you played solo versus a yeah. character you played with your friends. Yeah. No, thank you. No, I'm just going to tough out the, the connection issues and play when I can. So, I don't know. If that sounds interesting to either of you guys, obviously I'm a super fan of the genre, so I'm very biased, right. but it's my favorite genre. But I'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. So far, my my build has been very fun to to use. Like I said, I've had no issues up until well, this boss. But I guess I'm not alone in this boss being incredibly difficult. I even like did things like, oh man, this item doesn't have all of the buffs it could have on it. Okay, let me buff this item. Let me buff this item. Let me buff this item, and I still came out like. Nope. Uh, still very short of beating this boss. I tried running away. I tried face tanking her. I tried like all sorts of things. It's just like, nope. Nope. I am just going to have to do the RPG and go and level up. That is what I'm going to have to do and get better gear. Even though my gear is fucking awesome. I have a, yeah, my trident is really good. I really like it. I kind of want to play right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how I am with a Jedi survivor right now. I'm in it and progressing Cal. Yeah. I... Yeah. 
Uh, just uh, Survivor just didn't stick with me that long. But I can play it again if I want because it's on Game Pass. I probably won't, but I could. And I'd have to start over on Elden Ring. That was a PlayStation game for me. I can tell you the optimal routes if you want to get to the DLC quick. <laughs> no. No. I'll probably do the exact same thing I did too. Giant shield, giant sword. You should so do giant shield with a great lance. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, the guard counters. Guard counters are good fun when you play like that. Yeah. We'll see. But Plus, people, uh, if you on. ever PvP with it, people hate you because you can block all their attacks. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple PvPs where they're like, I didn't have, I had the second best shield throughout most of the run. Right. The best shield being the tombstone. Yeah. But I had like the next best one where people would do their full attack combo and I would lose like that much stamina. And I'm just like, now it's my turn. It's like, poke. <laughs> or now you have a great sword, but, you know. I, I had played. a great sword, so it was like, wham, and they're like, <laughs> that much health left. Yeah. I did a specific playthrough with just like a big great shield in the in that lance, and I spec'd only as much strength and dexterity as I needed to use the weapon and the shield, and then I did all stamina and health. So it was like yes. mega tank, as best tank as you can make in those games. And yep. I got to PvP with people that are like, are you hacking? You have so much health. You have so much stamina. How are you still blocking attacks? I'm like, I just put in a lot of points and I used all the talismans that gave me more health and stamina. <laughs> so <laughs> it was yeah. fun. The, 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 so I ended up playing that game mostly alone because of the connection issues I had uh, at my mom and dad's house at yeah. the time. And I remember Chance coming in the room while I was fighting the giant fire boss in the mountain area, mm -hmm. the, the snowy fire mountain. giant. Yeah. Yeah. And the fire giant does this giant attack and I'm like, block. Tink. <laughs> and then he's just like, what? Like that one shot me. Like I was like, nah. And then I just plop, plop, hit him in the ankle, hit him in the ankle, block, <laughs> yeah. hit him in the ankle. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, anything else that we'd like to discuss tonight? I'm sorry. I know I talked to you off about last oh, talk, but that's what I played. Unless you want to hear about my Peggle endeavors up until then. <laughs> Sasha <laughs> says no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, Peggle, Peggle's a super old, super old game anyway. Is that even then? Like a 360. She's gonna I, go to sleep any second here. So, no, I Peggle's a bitch, man. I've I've put a lot of time in Peggle. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm on the challenge runs now. Like I did, the challenge runs have been something. Uh, yeah, I play Peggle like every day with my husband, so we get the like get all the challenges done. So we did it. Mm -hmm. We did it. I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> I don't think I've played Peggle ever since. Yeah, I'm currently on the challenges. We have to get all of the pegs off the screen. Like yeah. I'm on that set of challenges. Yeah, that yeah. one's rough. No, there's like a specific level that we were on for a long time that has like in the very middle, there's this big bumper and then there's a bunch of pegs that are underneath. And if you don't get rid of those pegs like from other stuff, 
you have to be some kind of a magician and I don't know, like bounce it off of the side of the walls and not sink it. And it, yeah, it's a whole thing. And it, we played it for months until we finally beat it. Yeah. Yeah. I've found the point challenges seem to be the hardest ones for me. No, no, it's the clear all pegs. Well, that's where I'm at right now, at least. So, yeah, there was a couple where I was just like, what do I even do here? Like, I do not have enough skill to do this. And I eventually did it, but. It's, you gotta be the the dude that, uh, I think he's the gnome that has the electricity. That's the Mm. best for clear all pegs. Okay. I normally just use the pumpkin. Because, like, you get that, like, if it goes off the bottom of the screen, it just comes down on the top. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Yeah. No, you want the gnome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, uh, we'll be back next week um, with something else. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll think of something. I don't know. I'm going to be playing a lot of this still. So... We'll, we'll think of a topic because <laughs> uh, I probably could talk all day about what I've been playing, but we don't need to do that every week. So just every other week. Alrighty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you want to catch us on the discord, just look up the hunter sub on discord and uh We'll uh, we'll be around and and uh, yeah. So have a good night, everyone, and see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.